Welcome to Smart Talk, I'm Scott Lamar. Sanctuary cities, counties, and campuses have become a big part of the national debate on immigration, immigrants who may be in the country and are unauthorized in particular. The places that designate themselves as sanctuaries will not detain suspected immigrants here illegally at the request of the federal government unless there is a warrant. Philadelphia is the largest sanctuary city in Pennsylvania, but there are others, and more than a dozen counties designate themselves as sanctuaries as well. Joining us today to discuss this issue is Lancaster Mayor Rick Gray. Mayor Gray, welcome back to the program. Good morning, Scott. Also joining us is Republican State Senator Richard Alloway, who represents Adams County and parts of Cumberland, Franklin, and York counties. Senator Alloway, welcome to the program. Good morning. If you have a question or comment, like to join our conversation, give us a call, 1-800-729-7532. Send an email to smarttalk at org. Before we get into the conversation, just want to bring in the national perspective on this, if we could. Block funding for sanctuary cities. We block the funding. No more funding. We will end the sanctuary cities that have resulted in so many needless deaths. Cities that refuse to cooperate with federal authorities will not receive taxpayer dollars, and we will work with Congress to pass legislation to protect those jurisdictions that do assist federal authorities. Obviously, that was President Trump. Now let's hear the other side. Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney has been one of the leaders on this issue. Some people like the Second Amendment better than the Fourth Amendment, but I think the Fourth Amendment uh, says that you cannot be held against your will without a warrant. And all the federal government has to do is go over to a federal magistrate, get a warrant, and we'll be happy to turn that person over to them. But, this, it's the, the, but to expect us to hold people for 48, 72 hours without charge, to me, is unconstitutional. All right. There's uh, uh, Mayor Jim Kenney of Philadelphia and also President Trump. Uh, Mayor Gray, let me start with you. Is Lancaster a sanctuary city? Well, Scott, I've pretty much taken the position. I don't know what a sanctuary city is. Uh, If there is a detainer lodged against someone, and by the way, uh, let's examine the magnitude of this problem. I asked our police chief in the last, since 2000, uh, How many detainers uh, have we had to respond to in the city of Lancaster? Uh, There were two. One was a drunk driver. I don't know how many offenses. He was lodged in the York County Prison, and a detainer was lodged at the York County Prison. And the other was an individual who was wanted on a serious crime, but also had a a, uh, warrant against him. You know, it's so rare that our chief of police said it really doesn't come up. Uh, Now, situations occur where an individual who's in the country legally commits a crime and they're incarcerated, a detainer is filed, but that's with a Lancaster County prison. We have nothing to do with it. The city has nothing to do with it. So, you know, as far as being a sanctuary city, we would honor... Uh, requests for detainers would notify uh, immigration services that uh, we have an individual in custody if it's pursuant to an arrest. On the other hand, we feel strongly that our going around and checking people's legal status as far as immigration is concerned will discourage people from reporting crimes 
and will discourage people from uh, uh, being witnesses. This includes not just people who are undocumented, but people who are documented, too. Most of this whole current environment has has led to a feeling in the... uh, in the Latino community in Lancaster and other communities in Lancaster, we have an, a lot of refugees and immigrants in Lancaster City and County. Even the ones that are there documented feel unwelcome and uncomfortable right now, and it's unfortunate because it seems to me to be a tempest in a teapot, really. So are we a sanctuary city? I don't know what that means. If somebody files a detainer, Will we notify whoever has filed a detainer? Yes. Do we make inquiry as to anyone we have contact with other than a serious criminal offense? No, we don't make inquiry as to their uh, documented status any more than we enforce the Fair Food and Drug Act. Uh, Our job is to enforce the criminal law in Pennsylvania. Now, Mayor Kenny, who you know, uh, mentioned that if there is a warrant for someone, and I imagine you're also, you can compare that to a detainer. Yeah. Uh, okay, you're shaking your head no, uh, but he said if there's a warrant, our police department would be happy to pick these people up. If not, then you know it's not our job to do this. Well, if there's a warrant, uh, it means that someone has determined uh, or made a determination, a judicial official, that there's some type of probable cause that a crime was committed or they're in violation of a federal law for which they would be punished. Anybody that's arrested for a serious offense, we do a check in the National Crime Institute computer. If there's a warrant, we'd pick it up right there and they wouldn't be released. On the other hand, from talking to other law enforcement people, very often you tell immigration and naturalization that you have somebody where they filed a detainer, where they have a detainer. All that is is a document that says, hold this person, we want to uh, we want to uh, have a dialogue with them, basically. It doesn't say that they've committed any crime or whatnot. But would your police department honor that? It comes up so often. I would imagine, and what I've been told, they would check with immigration and say, do you want this person held? More often than not, where a detainer comes up is where a person here on legal status, they commit a crime for which they'd be deported for. At that point, Immigration Services picks it up, files a detainer, and after they serve their sentence, or if they're released on bond, they're released to the Immigration Services. Really, the city has nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. So that'd be where it would arise more often than not uh, than uh, a person that's here uh, without documentation. Senator Alloway, let me bring you into the conversation. Uh, Mayor Gray said that he really doesn't know how to define uh, a sanctuary city. In your mind, and uh, for the senators who, uh, who supported uh, the bill that would withhold uh, some state funding from sanctuary cities, how do you define it? Well, in, in the bill... It's defined very clearly. A municipality that permits, requires, or requests the release of an individual in custody of law enforcement, um, notwithstanding a detainer request. And uh, with all due respect to the mayor, that's exactly what his city is doing. That's exactly what Philadelphia is doing. Uh, they're, they're not honoring 
these detainers, and, and, and what they're trying to do is shift the conversation and say, oh, well, if it's a warrant, then we'll follow the law. Uh, you know, that's constitutional. Well, a detainer is constitutional as well, and all it is is immigration saying, hey, hold that person. We have great interest in talking to them and, and finding out more about you know, their situation. That's all it is, and, and these cities, they're ignoring it. They're ignoring the law, plain and simple. You ignoring the law? No, we aren't ignoring the law. Uh, and uh, quite to the contrary, uh, you know, if they would advise us that there was a detainer against an individual that we had arrested, again, for a serious offense where we do the background check, uh, at that point uh, would advise uh, immigration, do you want them held? Uh, and then tell them to take the action that they need to take mm-hmm. to get them. Senator, okay, well, then, well, then great. Then, then Lancaster's covered. Then, Mayor, if if you arrest if you arrest someone here for committing a crime, and then it's determined they're here illegally, all we're asking you to do in this bill is notify ICE. And if ICE says, you know what, Mayor, uh, we're not interested in them. Okay, that's fine. Then you've done your due diligence. But you should have a duty to notify ICE and say, hey, we have this person. This is the crime they committed. They're here illegally. Are you interested? And if they say yes, we're asking you to hold them for 48 hours. I don't know why that's such a big deal. Senator, let's talk about the thinking behind the bill. What is the motivation behind the bill? The motivation behind the bill is twofold. Number one, to obey the law of the land, and two, to protect our citizens. You have, you have someone, first of all, who, who if, if they're here illegally, they've already committed a crime. Okay, now. Look, you're going to have philosophical differences on that point, and I understand that. But if that person who's here illegally goes out and commits a crime against another person in our, in our society and they're arrested, why wouldn't you want them punished and or deported out of our country? I don't understand why, why that's so, such a hard concept. We're not going out. And again, you know, the mayor and, and these others like, like to mix the issues about, oh, th- this is going out and profiling and taking people's papers. No, it's not. It absolutely it has nothing to do with that. It's pursuant to a lawful arrest. So the, the illegal person has to do a criminal act and get arrested for it before anything would happen. Well, if it's pursuant to a lawful arrest, I don't have a problem. But I was an attorney or am an attorney for almost 50 years. And I'll tell you the definition of a lawful arrest. There are books written on what is or isn't a lawful arrest. Really, the, in my opinion, really, an awful lot of this is grandstanding. I check with the police, the, our city police. They said two incidences they could come up with since 2002. Uh, really, it doesn't seem to be much of a problem. On the other hand... It does scare people who are here legally. It's concerning as to, and I, you know, look at Adams County, how many migrants come through uh, Adams County at a, various times. Uh, you're going to discourage those people, even if they're legal, uh, from coming in and doing the work. We have a sign in Lancaster that's been distributed. It says, no matter where you're from, we're glad you're our neighbor. It's all over the city, and it's in English, Arabic, and Spanish. Uh, in fact, Scott, on Monday morning, someone was interviewed, and I, I forget they, they were a recent uh, uh, immigrant, I think from Syria, 
uh, that lived in Lancaster, and they said they were concerned until they saw those signs around Lancaster. We should be welcoming people. The the damage that people that are here undocumented do and the crimes committed, again, in the city of Lancaster, I can only speak for the Lancaster, are minuscule. We can't find them. Well, Senator, let me bring, let me talk about that a little bit more, because we know there are more immigrants and more immigrants who are here unauthorized in other cities, probably more so than Lancaster, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, for example, Philadelphia in particular, just because of a larger population and being able to travel to Philadelphia. Uh, But uh, Mayor Gray mentioned Adams County. Yes, there are a lot of migrant workers in Adams County. So I guess with what Mayor Gray said, Said, uh, do we have a major problem with uh, unauthorized immigrants here in Pennsylvania? Again, that's a complete red herring. That has nothing to do with this bill or the issue. This is an this is an illegal immigrant who commits a crime. You guys keep leaving off the second part. It's not a one part bill. This is this is not about being an illegal immigrant and being welcome. If you're here and you're illegal and you're doing your job and not committing a crime. Nothing's going to happen to you in our society today. But if you commit a crime and you're arrested, again, I just can't fathom why we wouldn't want these people out of our country if they're committing crimes. Is that pro- your your major point here today? Is that second part? Yes, and that's what we keep saying. But the people on the left keep dropping that off and keep talking about, oh, we should welcome people. They feel unwelcome. It's not about that. It has nothing to do. This is a notification. Notify ICE. If ICE says we want them, we expect you to uphold the law and hold them. If ICE ignores it, the bill creates a, a, a pardon the pun, a sanctuary for the, for the arresting agency then who did their job. And then, then if, if that person goes out and harms someone again, then that's on ICE. That's not on the locals because they, they did what we asked them to do. You're listening to Smart Talk on WITF, your home for NPR News and all things regional. I'm Scott Lamar. We're talking about sanctuary cities. Actually, it's more than just cities. There are campuses that designate themselves as sanctuaries. There are counties across the country that have designated themselves as sanctuaries as as well uh, for uh, those immigrants who may be here unauthorized. Our our guest today, Republican State Senator Richard Alloway, who represents Adams County and parts of Cumberland, Franklin, and York counties, and Lancaster Mayor Rick Ray. If you'd like to jump in in the conversation, give us a call, 1-800-729-7532. Send an email to smarttalk at witf.org. You also can leave a a question or comment on WITF's Facebook page. On Twitter, we are at smarttalkwitf. Again, the phone number, 1-800-729-7532. Senator, let me ask you about this. You know, one of the things that I've heard over the years when talking about this issue is that you'll have many people who will say, especially in the local and even the state level, say this is a federal issue. Immigration is a a federal issue and that the Fed should be dealing with this, not the local cities, not the local municipalities, not even the state. But at the same time, one of the reasons that there are some states, some municipalities that have enacted their own laws that uh, deal with with the immigration is because the federal government hasn't acted. What's your take on this between whether the state has a role here and whether the Fed should be doing more? Well, my, my position on this is the same as, it, as it's been from day one. Um, it is absolutely a federal issue, and we need our federal government to come up with 
sensible immigration rules that, that work for the immigrants and work for our country. But having said that, they've failed miserably to do so. So it's in the state's interest to protect its citizens. But again, I'm going to continue to go back to this. This bill really isn't about immigration. This bill is about immigrants who then get arrested for committing a crime. That, that's everyone just keeps dropping that off. Like we're, we're out there. This bill, we want to round people up, check their documents because they look Hispanic and, and get them out of here. That's not what this bill does. Uh, this is a very simple bill. Let's, let's go. If I could, Scott, if that's all it does, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, let's go to Mike in uh, Harrisburg. Mike, you're on the air. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, I've heard this, this discussion a lot, and I want just want somebody that maybe they can explain this. It's impossible to be in this country undocumented without committing a crime. You commit the crime of violating our immigration laws. Then you have to engage in some level of criminal conspiracy in order to work, either get money under the table, or you have to engage in identity theft by getting bogus documents. All this is going on just to be here. Those are crimes. Now, if we want to set those aside and say the only crimes that we're interested in are violent crimes, rape, murder, whatever, great, we ought to just say that. But if we're going to allow people just to look askance at a lot of laws, there are a few laws I want to look askance at starting with the federal income tax code. All right. Th- <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much for your call. Okay. So, I, I, can I address that? Sure. <laughs> Listen, I agree with the caller 100%. That's exactly what this is about. I mean, th- these are people who are committing crimes. So if, if folks want to defend this, then just be honest and say, listen, we don't care. As long as they get their feet on our ground, then, then all of our rules and everything, they get all of our protections. And that's fine if that's what you want to say, but then say that. But but this bill, this bill takes the callers. Um, again, I'm, I know I sound like a broken record, but I have to keep saying it because everyone keeps ignoring it. This takes the callers' concerns and goes one step further. Then they have to commit a crime and get arrested by one of our arresting agencies. That's when this sanctuary stuff kicks in of notifying ICE and letting ICE deport them if they wanted to deport them. But these cities are not notifying ICE. But, That's the problem. But, Senator, let me let me just follow up on what the caller said. And you say that you agree with him that a crime has committed if someone is uh, in this country illegally and authorized. Well, then, doesn't that, you know, I want to take it one, you say you, say you want to yeah. go one step further, but... That goes back to then you can read your law as saying that if you are here illegally, you have committed a crime and you should be deported. Yes. I, I, and listen, I agree. And, and Senator Rich Alloway would support that policy. Now, that's going to make a lot of other people say, oh, we don't support that policy because now you're getting into immigration status. What what my bill is saying is is then you have to go do something else. You have to commit some other crime and get arrested. I mean, it's all about it's all about pursuant to the lawful arrest. And then if that happens, that's when these things kick in. And again, here's the other thing: if you notify ICE and ICE says, "Ah, eh, eh, we don't have time or we're not interested," and they do that sometimes, then then the arresting authority is covered if that person goes back out and hurts somebody. Mayor Gray, I'm not sure and. Uh... I have to be careful. I don't think if someone comes into the country on a visa and stays here after the visa expires, I don't think that's a criminal act. Uh, They're here 
undocumented, but I don't believe it's a criminal act. I don't think they can be arrested for it. They can be deported for it. Uh, but I don't think that's a criminal no, act. But no, but what about the, someone who has crossed the border between Mexico and the United I States, for example? I'm not sure that's a criminal act either. The people aren't arrested and detained. They're held and then deported and sent back. But again, I'm no expert on immigration law, so I don't want to. I'd be interested, though, from the senator. Did you Were there hearings on this bill? And what did you find out in the hearings as to the number of people we're talking about here? Well, is, is it a sizable number? Or? Yes, it is a sizable number, and I'm, I'm glad you asked. I'll give you the data because I've done the research. During an eight-month period in 2014, sanctuary jurisdictions released over 8,000 illegal immigrants. 1,800 of them were later arrested for criminal acts. That's over 20 percent. Is that in the United uh, States or is that in Pennsylvania? That, that, that's in the United States. Uh-huh. Uh, child sexual abuse. Um, uh Here's another one. 121 people murdered between 2010 and 2014 by undocumented immigrants who were released after they had already been arrested. I mean, look, even Secretary Jay Johnson under the Obama administration came to Philadelphia and asked Mayor Kenny, look, will you hold these dangerous guys when you arrest them and give us a chance to to get them out of here? And he told them no. I mean, for for what purpose? Whose interests are you protecting by protecting an illegal who's murdered or raped somebody. Well, I don't understand. Were there, were there hearings held on the bill, specifically with Pennsylvania? What did they find out with the, the hearings on the bill? Oh, we, yes, we had hearings on it. And, and, again, the same arguments kept coming up. We didn't get too much into the data because the, the main argument was um, uh, the arguments that, that, that you've made is that we're trying to round people up. And, and that's not what I have about. made them. I haven't heard me make them. But. Hey, listen, let me let me read something to you. This is from Doug Hill, who is the executive director of the County Commissioners Association of Pennsylvania. And as I mentioned, there are counties that have designated themselves as uh, sanctuaries. Uh, he says, from a county perspective, we've been drawn in and defined a sanctuary, even though no county has taken action to declare itself a sanctuary. Instead, our problem is that the county jails, which send prints and data of all these who enter the system to the FBI for database comparison, can, as a result of that process, get a request from Immigration and Customs Enforcement, that's ICE, to detain a possible offender for up to 48 hours, while ICE determines whether to have them transferred to the federal system. The difficulty is that an individual under a detention request may take or may, may, let me say this again, under a detention request may make bail, in which case, under Pennsylvania law, we must release them even if the 48 hours has not expired. The reason we cannot honor the detainer post bail is that the federal court has ruled that the ICE detainer is just a request. Now, What he says is Senate Bill 10, and this is a bill we're talking about, puts us between a rock and a hard place. If we honor the rule of law and release when they make bail, the bill imposes significant punitive measures, including loss of state funding and exposure to liability for subsequent acts. If we honor the detention request, we're exposed to suit over improper incarceration. Senator Alloway, let me uh, get your response to uh, what Doug Hill is saying about the county role in this. Yeah, honestly, I... I don't know if that's true or not, because I was a district justice, and when I was a district justice and I put someone in jail and it was determined they were there illegal and there was bail on them, they, they wouldn't get bailed out. The bail, the bail agents would say, well, we're not going to bail them out because there's a detainer anyhow. They're not going anywhere. 
So I don't know that that's necessarily true. And again, look, look for the from the county again, the counties can just be honest too. You know, that's all I ask of people. Here's what it's about for them. They don't want to hold someone for two days waiting on the federal government and ICE because it costs them money. Have, that, 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 that's what it's about for them. It costs them two days of holding someone. So you're talking, I don't know, what's it cost to hold someone a day? 15, 20 bucks. Uh, again, someone who's committed a crime who's here illegally. You know, do we want to protect our citizens or not? I'd have, uh, a, I'd have a question, Senator. Uh, it imposes liability on the municipality if they release after a request from ICE. Uh, if the municipality holds pursuant to a request from ICE, uh, is the state ready to pay the cost of litigation against the municipality for wrongfully holding the person or illegally holding the person? Yeah, that, again, that's 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 just an ancillary. That's not going to happen. Uh, it happened in one case that that everyone's freaking out about up in the Northeast, wow. where where the, where the guy had documents to show, and he kept saying, "I have my documents. Let let me get to my bag that you've detained for me, and I can show you my documents." They wouldn't hold him. It was completely unreasonable. They held him for over a week. Uh, that that was wrong. We're asking for 48 hours. And again, if ICE doesn't do anything then the municipality can go ahead and follow their normal processes. What does do something mean by ICE? What do they have to do? Get a warrant? Is that it? In 48 hours? No, in 48 hours to come get them. To come get them. All right, let's take some phone calls now. Gordon is in Lancaster. Gordon, you're on the air. Thank you, Scott. I just wanted to point out that the senator's argument about the back end of this bill is rather specious. Because we have a president of the United States right now that throughout the campaign and even deep into his 40 days of office has continually said, throw them out, not designating criminals or otherwise, just if you're here illegally, throw them out. So the idea, as the senator said, that uh, if someone is here illegally and they haven't committed a crime, we won't do anything to them. It's just it's, it's specious as best because we have watched the national news, the local news, uh, completely refuting that in the sense that we've watched families being broken apart. We've watched children being arrested and deported who have not committed a crime. And this is the problem that the public has with this bill, is that it's being leveraged against people that, while they may be here illegally, have not caused any threat to the community. And that's all I have to say. Thank you. Thank you for your call. Senator? Completely untrue, completely false, absolutely 100%. That caller needs to get informed. Those people were not being arrested because they were here illegally. They were being arrested because they were they committed crimes. They were in gangs. There were things that were known about. Again, it, it, it's perpetrated by the media that, that, that we're going out and we're rounding up moms and dads and kids just because they're here illegally. Not true. Isn't happening. And besides, set that aside. This bill spells out specifically that's not what we're doing. It says specifically, if you are arrested for committing a crime and it's determined that you're here illegally, once again, trying to confuse the issues. Well, okay, but Senator, let me say that, uh, you know, something that Gordon brings up. I don't know whether he's talking about, uh, you know, and I want to be specific here, about Pennsylvania. Maybe it's not happening here in Pennsylvania, but we have heard in other parts of the country that where there have been people who have been deported just because they are here illegally. And, and the other half of that story is they were on the list to be deported anyhow, 
under the Obama administration. But now it's convenient to blame Trump now that he's acting on it. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this, because we uh, can I ask the two of you here? And I, Senator, we were going to go to about uh, another uh, three minutes or so. Can you stay with us till the top of the hour? Uh, yes, I have a 10 o'clock. OK, so and, and it's in Harrisburg, I assume. Uh, no, I'm down in the district. Today. Okay, Mayor Gray, can you stay with us? Because I mean, I was, we were getting a good, a good response from. Sure. Uh, all right. Uh, here, let me read a couple of emails and get your responses to those. Police officers this is from our web post. Uh, uh, police officers enforcing an area of law that they're not trained in is a recipe for disaster. Can be very expensive for local taxpayers to pay out those damages. Mayor Gray, what about that? Well, I've talked to our chief foods well over 30 years of police experience. He said if we start making inquiries, again, as to uh, documented status, he feels strongly that uh, uh, less criminals and less criminal activity will be reported and less likely people will be witnesses in crimes, be they documented or undocumented. Uh, He feels that... uh, Zealous enforcement of this by the local police, one, they're not trained to do it, but two, it would discourage their primary job, which is enforcing the criminal law. So, you know, we're not going to be doing that. We don't intend to do it. I don't think the senator wants us to do it. Uh, and really, if you he, if he keep on talking about a lawful arrest, somebody that's been lawfully arrested and... Uh, Immigration asked for a detainer, asked for a hold on the person for 48 hours. I don't think that's a problem, really. That's a a totally different issue. It's the message you send to people and the way you do it. Uh, But, but Mayor, that's what this bill does. And you've just said you're okay with it, which I thank you, because that's all this bill does. The message that's being sent is being sent by people like Mayor Kenny and, and the last caller talking about, Oh, we're going to check your status if you're walking down the street no. because you look Hispanic. That, that's not what this no, does. The no, message, the message being sent is the message being sent by you, Senator, and no, other people. No, I've said other people. Okay, times. hold on, hold Can't on. illegally commit a crime. All right, hold on. Let Mayor Gray and then uh, Senator. How many times do I have to say it? Well, how many times do you have to say it? It's what yeah. not only what you say, it's the <laughs> message that's conveyed. It's the message that's conveyed. And the message that's conveyed is one of not welcoming people from elsewhere. That's the message you're sending. Let me go through some emails here and take some more phone calls. Uh, As the son of a legal immigrant, I'm absolutely enraged with sanctuary cities, anchor babies, and the politicians who support this favoritism for what is essentially one group of people. Now, I assume they're talking about the Latinos who are coming into the country. My mother, a citizen of Romania during the criminal Ceausescu dictatorship, was not allowed entry to the U.S. for over a year after marrying my father, a U.S. citizen. Life in Romania under communism was miserable for most people and hellish for some, including my family, who, among other things, were survivors of the Soviet gulag. What is especially painful is the fact that my father had the ability and the connections to provide financial security for not just my mother, but the entire family. Uh, And by the way, my mother learned English in less than a year. Uh, Mayor Gray, I have heard other immigrants say this, that, okay, one group of people, when you're saying, when I say Latino, that is not one group of people because we're talking about people coming from dozens of countries. But the point that this caller makes uh, or this emailer makes about uh, resenting the fact that uh, there may be a group of people who are getting favoritism. 
Well, you know, no one's defending people coming into this country uh, in a manner that's not in conformity with our law. The fact is, though, there's an estimated 11 million of them in the country right now. What do you do about that? Certainly, I would agree that the law should be enforced as to coming into the country. And from everything I hear, a year to get into the country from many parts of the world is uh, is pretty rapid uh, for the screening that's done. You know, I think we have to remember, we we live in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania that was founded by refugee, a Quaker, fleeing religious persecution. We also have to remember in Lancaster County, we're best known for the Amish, a group of people that fled, uh, fled persecution, came to the United States to practice their religion and for the freedom provided. I think we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater on this thing. We have to be careful as to the message we're sending. I had dinner the other night at the home of some people who were refugees 15, 20 years ago. They're both citizens today. They were uh, from the formerly Yugoslavian area. Uh, They're concerned. They're scared. Uh, So I think we have to tone it down a little bit. If somebody's committed a criminal act, whether they're here or not, here legally or not, uh, they should have appropriate punishment. And if the detainer's lodged against them and there's probable cause to arrest them already for another criminal act, then they should be held and ICE ICE should be given an opportunity. But... The problem is the language is so broad, not of this bill, but the language used in this debate is so broad that it makes people feel unwelcomed. And this is a country of immigrants. I welcome them. By the way, Lancaster has 20 times the national average of immigrants and refugees. Uh, If you take the national average... Lancaster is 20 times it, and we're proud of that. You're listening to Smart Talk on WITF, your home for NPR News and all things regional. I'm Scott Lamar. Welcome back to Smart Talk. We're talking about sanctuary cities, actually uh, campuses, counties, a lot of different areas that either designate themselves as sanctuaries or uh, without designating themselves, saying that uh, this is what we're going to do or not do. Our guest today, State Senator Richard Alloway, Republican who represents Adams in parts of Cumberland, Franklin, and York counties, and Lancaster Mayor Rick Gray. 1-800-729-7532. Send an email to smarttalk at witf.org. You also can leave a question or comment on WITF's Facebook page as well as on Twitter. We are at Smart Talk WITF. Senator, before we take uh, more phone calls and go through uh, some emails, I, I want to talk about the bill a little bit more uh, as far as the punitive aspects of it. Um, what it would do is withhold some state funding from these areas that designate themselves as sanctuaries. What kind of state funding are we talking about? Well, I, I believe it covers all state funding. All state funding. Uh, originally, the bill covered only law enforcement grants, uh, but some folks in the legislature were uh, a little concerned about specifically targeting law enforcement, uh, it, that it looked like we were penalizing them for what their political leaders were doing. So I believe it was expanded to um, uh, all grants. It says each state agency executive department offering grants overseeing the sale of surplus property to municipalities. Um, 
I mean, they, they, there, there's a number of things that it does. It, it, it goes into detail about it. Mm-hmm. Now, Mayor Kenny in Philadelphia has, as I said, been one of the most outspoken uh, people on on this uh, this issue. But uh, there are a number, as Mayor Gray said, that uh, have not uh, designated themselves officially as sanctuary cities, even though some cities may uh, come under that definition, depending on what the definition. How do you tell? How do you tell which city, which municipality, which college campus doesn't get state funding if they have not come right out and said, we are officially a sanctuary city? Well, first of all, what the bill requires is that whenever they get grants or surplus property or anything from the state, they have to sign under penalty of perjury that they're not a municipality of refuge. And then the bill goes on to define municipality of refuge, um, which is permits, requires, or requests the release of individuals that ICE has asked to detain. So if a city does not do that under this law, uh, they would be designated as a sanctuary? Correct. Okay, let's take a phone call now from Marcus in Lancaster. Marcus, you're on the air. Hi, how you doing? My question is for Mayor Gray here in the city of Lancaster. Uh, I was just uh, speaking to some of the officers uh, in the past months and years, and I'd like to uh, ask Gray, when is the Lancaster City Police going to get some added fundages for some more officers to help enforce this rash of gun shooting, vandalism, uh, that, that's going on here in the city. I've lived here most of my adult life, and I've just seen it, you know, I mean, more, more lawless. All right, thank you very much for your call. Not really what we were talking about, but uh, I guess we could make the point that if uh, you may need some additional police officers, uh, if we would, uh, you know, you would be required to do some of these things. Well, currently we have 145 uh, sworn officers. York has around 100. Harrisburg, I'm not sure uh, how many they have. I don't think they have as many as we do. Reading, which is another 20,000 more people in Lancaster, they have about 160, 170. The question's not the number of officers. First of all, uh, the shooting uh, and the use of firearms, really, we ought to be talking to the senator about that. we can't get control of it as long as uh, the laws are such that make it so easy for people to get firearms. And unfortunately, an awful lot of them are stolen, so it has nothing to do with uh, them buying them uh, legally. I, I kind of would like to, I mean, we've had you on the program talking about that issue, and I don't want to, because we do have, okay. I don't want to get off on we that tangent, because anyway. we do have some others. Here's an email, and it is from Mayor Gray. It says, if someone is not here legally, is known to be here by local law enforcement, and said individual later commits a crime, says, kill someone, will the municipality's insurance co-pay out in the event that the deceased family sues the city? No. Because there's no liability for a municipality in a situation like that. Uh, you know, these are hypotheticals uh, that have to be a lot more than that uh, uh, for the city to be liable. That's all I... Okay, Mayor, uh, or Senator Alloway, sorry about that. We have a uh, another emailer who is saying, I'm not understanding the senator's statements. Can he please walk us through step-by-step step where the system is breaking down? Use an example of my getting arrested for murder. So take that through. If I get arrested for murder, how am I going to be walking the street immediately after my arrest? And at what point in the process is my immigration status being checked? Well, okay, so... 
if you get arrested, so pursuant to a lawful arrest, which could be anything from a DUI up to any type of felony, which could include murder. Okay, so, so you're under arrest, and during the processing, it's determined that you're here illegally. All this bill does is requires the arresting authority to notify ICE and say, we got this person, this is who they are, are you interested in them? And ICE will look at its records and determine, again, this is the federal government, and people are going to disagree with, with, with some of their decisions, and I, I, I understand that. But if, if ICE says, hey, that guy's a member of the MI, MS-13 or whatever that group is now that, that seems to be very prominent in, in uh, committing felonies, uh, we want that guy. You hold him. The arresting authority, we're asking them to hold him for 48 hours to honor that detainer. What, what they're not doing is they're not honoring that detainer, and they're going through the process. Now, look, if it's, if it's murder, they may be set on bail, but probably not. But it has happened. I mean, the Kate Steinle case was the most uh, high-profile one in 2015 out in San Francisco, where she was killed in open daylight by a, a guy who'd been arrested seven times for felonies and left back out by San Francisco. Well, um, you know, if ICE says release the guy and the guy goes out and commits a homicide or commits a felony, is ICE then liable for it? Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know that I can make them that. But, but what well, I, do, I do. They aren't. Okay, okay, well, but, but what my bill does is it protects you, Mayor, for, for doing what we asked you to do. And if ICE drops the ball, then it's on them, not on you. That's all we're asking you to do. Protect me and sign a document under penalty of perjury. Do you sign many of them as a senator <laughs> in Pennsylvania under penalty of perjury? <laughs> I, I mean, maybe we ought to have, get, maybe we ought to have the oath the under Maybe the oath ought to be under penalty yeah. of perjury. All right, let's... You know what? Maybe it should be. Yeah. Let's go to Tom in Schuylkill County. Tom, you're on the air. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning, Senator. Thank you so much for your time spent with the public here. I think it's a great topic. Um, I'm trying to seek clarification uh, between both the mayor and the senator. Senator, perhaps you can uh, be more specific. I do understand what you had said about being illegal and committing a crime. My question is, specifically, what level of crime are we talking here? Summary, misdemeanor, felony, uh, what benchmark does it have to reach? Non, uh, a city ordinance summary, can you clarify, please? Tom, thank you very well, much for your call. Yeah, and look, and that's a great question. And, and again, all the bill says is pursuant to a lawful arrest. So it, it could be something very minor. Um, but, but again, I, I, you know, I don't know the outcome of that, but if someone's arrested for some traffic violation and they're here illegally and they have no criminal record, I like, I can't say for sure, but it's highly unlikely that ICE is going to want that person. They're looking for the violent criminals and the gang members. But, yes, it, it could possibly be that. Now, if, if, um, if some of these folks want to work with us and say, okay, look, we don't think it should be because they didn't turn their turn signal on that they got arrested, uh, maybe we should set a standard that it's a, some type of misdemeanor and above, that then that triggers it. I'm open to that. And, and by the way, so is the... the, the city council mayor in philadelphia who said just last week that maybe we should talk about this and negotiate this to help you know protect our citizens and, and, and meet the law and mayor kenny's response was no nah, we're not going to do that just because hey, things are getting more difficult we're not going to give in now senator i know you're on your cell phone you're all of a sudden your cell phone has started going really low hopefully uh we, we sorry 
there you go. Well, let's take another phone call from Robert in Newberry Township. Robert, you're on the air. Hi. My, my concern, thank you for taking my call. Yes, you're welcome. My concern is that there seems to be considerable appetite for vigorous enforcement, but very little interest in reforming the process to allow for workers to arrive here on green cards or legally to perform certain varieties of work that are certainly required in this society. Uh, it seems to be a great deal of interest in enforcing stridently the existing laws against illegal immigrations, but it seems like it's the third rail to actually talk about, okay, who are we going to allow in? How are we going to improve the process to allow legal immigrants in to work primarily in the agricultural industry in this country? States that have pursued this vigorous enforcement have certainly seen problems with that. And in a state like Pennsylvania, where we have so much in agriculture, in Adams County, as you said, in the orchards, and also in the Kennett Square area in the mushroom farms, mm -hmm. that we need to improve that aspect. Yet I hear very little or no you know, interest or effort addressed to that issue and to improving, speeding up the process for people who are legal immigrants who do want to come here to work. Hey, thank you very much for your call. And I'm going to have both of you comment on this. But, Senator, the point that he's making, and we've touched on this a little bit before, but Adams County, in your district, um, I would go as far as saying, you know, other than Kennett Square and the mushroom industry, probably more migrant workers than anywhere else in, in Pennsylvania. Lancaster County has a lot of them, too. But uh, Adams County, uh, the fruit farms, have you heard from some of your constituents some of those uh, business owners that, uh, you know, farmers, agriculture, who say that, hey, you know, you are, as, as Mayor Gray said, you're discouraging migrants from coming here. No, no, I haven't heard a peep because it has nothing to do with their immigration status until they commit a crime. And I agree with the caller. Look, the reason we're not talking about this is because me and the mayor don't have a say on what federal immigration policy is. Congress has to act. And, and yes, I agree. We want immigrants coming here and going through the legal process. But again, for the 50th time, I'll say it again, this has nothing to do with that. This bill is, if, if they're working on the farm in Adams County and they go out and they commit a crime and they get arrested, that's when this law would kick in. So let me just follow up on that. I had another caller who asked this question. Uh, so, and you touched on this, but I just want to clarify, if law enforcement would be required under this law to do anything additional or proactive to determine status? Once they had someone under lawful arrest, yes, they, they, they would determine status and then they would notify. Now, again, that doesn't, again, that doesn't cost any more police officers. You know, we almost got down that, that red herring as well about more police officers. It doesn't require more police officers because we're not asking them to go out and do anything out of the normal. Mm -hmm. uh, no, Mayor Gray, and I asked Senator Alloway about this, but I want to address it to you too. And this is something that the caller brought up, is that there are so many people that, and even people on the local level in positions like yours in other cities, I've heard Mayor say, the feds have to do something. The federal government has to come up with a policy that can be followed because, you know, the local governments, the states, should not be dealing with illegal immigration. Well, we don't have the ability to. We don't have the knowledge of, uh, you know, if someone's arrested and it's run through the NCIC, uh, National Crime Institute computer, uh, if their status is undocumented, it won't necessarily show up there uh, unless ICE has filed something there. 
then we're notified. That happens so rarely. According to our chief of police, it happened so rarely. He polled the captains, and they could come up with two incidences uh, where something had happened. You know, I think we aren't talking about the elephant in the room, and that's this uh, chicken little attitude we have towards terrorism, that the sky is falling. Uh, you know, in Lancaster County, uh, the worst act of terrorism since I've been mayor, and I would say since the Conestoga Indians were massacred, uh, was a milkman who was born and raised in Lancaster County who took, it, uh, took action to kill some Amish girls at an Amish school. And that was, what, maybe 10, 11 years ago. Uh, you know, what brought this to a head? What's bringing this to a head? It's not an isolated incident here or there. It's our overall fear of terrorism, and it's been greatly exaggerated, in my opinion, for political gain. We're making scapegoats out of a bunch of people that really just want to be here for a better life. We ought to be talking about how we can bring them in, how we can make them part of our community, how we can look at them, and if they're good, hardworking people, that they can get documented, they can become legal, and we can take it from there rather than be possible victims of crime. Senator, we only have about uh, 60 seconds left. Uh, one thing that I wanted to bring up about uh, the, the Senate bill, your bill, is that uh, Governor Wolf has said that he would uh, veto this bill if it made it to his desk. Uh, so do you have to make changes, or what do you have to say about that veto threat? Well, first of all, all I can do is control uh, or have some control what goes on in the Senate. I can't control what the House does to the bill and what the governor does to the bill. Um, but I, I have a, a newsflash for the governor if he vetoes it. There are enough Republicans and common-sense Democrats in the legislature that we will override his veto. Did you get uh, Democratic votes for the bill? Well, heavens, yes. I, 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 you know, I, one thing I didn't check on was what the vote was in the Senate. I think it got 38. Now I think about it, I thought it was, yeah, it was like 37-14 now they think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 again, that's because I explained it to my colleagues, and everyone understands that, that there's, it, it's not just rounding people up and, and checking someone if they look Hispanic. It has nothing to do with that. Um, and, 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 again, I'm glad that the mayor has said about four times now that he agrees uh, with what I'm doing and says that Lancaster does that. So I, I'm glad and I commend him on that. I want to thank uh, Senator Richard Alloway of Adams, Cumberland, Franklin, and, and York Counties, and Lancaster Mayor Rick Gray. Thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. We uh, will run an interview that uh, I have with uh, Marie Cusick of uh, State Impact Pennsylvania about uh, the protest against the Atlantic Sunrise Pipeline in Lancaster County. We'll uh, hear that tomorrow on a couple other uh, topics as well.